Broadcasting coast to coast. Sports talk the way it was meant to be. This is Fazy's Take. Now, here's your host, Jake Fazy. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fazy's Take Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Fazy, and I have a great show for you today. We're going to talk about Fazy's Fast Facts as usual. Then we're going to switch up into golf, talk about golf's return, and then we're going to move into baseball and talk about their negotiation struggles that are continuing to fluster baseball fans. And then we're going to finish out moving into what I'm watching. Before I get into the show, I just have a, a slight announcement for you guys that's just kind of an update in my life and in my uh, sports talking life. Um, By the time you listen to this, I will have already gone in for my first little orientation visit uh, type of deal, but I am looking into starting an internship at Big 550 KTRS here in St. Louis. Kind of small right now, but you know, whatever experience I can get, whatever information I can gain uh, will be great into the future. So just a little bit uh, of an announcement on an update in my life. But without further ado, let's get right into the show. It's the start of another episode of the Fazies Take Podcast, so you know what that means. It's time for Fazies Fast Facts. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's son was arrested in San Clemente, California last week. He is accused of stabbing his neighbor multiple times and was released on a $25,000 bond. A number of Cowboys and Texans players have tested positive for the coronavirus. A number was not given as to how many players or all of their names, but we do know that one of them is Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott. The NHL is planning for Phase 3 of the reopening. They plan to reopen training camp starting July 10th. This phase would last about three weeks. The NFL just announced that they will donate 200 and $50 million over the next 10 years to aid in the fight against injustice. The money will go towards charities and organizations designed to, quote, combat systemic racism and support the battle against injustices faced by African Americans. The NFL report with the donation also says that the league would be willing to work with Colin Kaepernick on social justice initiatives. Roger Goodell also said he is welcoming Colin back into the league and encouraged a team to sign him. The NBA's bubble in Orlando, Florida is absolutely sick. It includes a player's line with 2K barbers and manicurists, a 24-hour VIP concierge, movie screenings and DJs, an on-site mental health professional is available to players and all team employees at all times, and they have the ability to go to other players' games, so there will be a small crowd. I just have one question. How do I get a ticket? In a Brooklyn Nets group chat, Kyrie Irving suggested that the players could start their own league. I don't know how he would pull that off, but Kyrie also thinks the earth is flat, so he's just adding to his repertoire of awesome ideas. The NBA is now targeting an earlier date for restart. The new date is July 30th, just one day prior to the old one. USC officially welcomed back Reggie Bush on Wednesday following his 10-year NCAA-mandated disassociation from USC. All restrictions and prohibitions on his involvement with the school have officially been lifted. The 49ers rewarded head coach Kyle Shanahan with a six-year contract that replaces the three years left on his old one. He will now be tied to the 49ers until the end of the 2025 season. Saints safety Malcolm Jenkins has been hired as a contributor to CNN. He will appear on several studio shows. It's official the 2021 NFL Pro Bowl will be held in Las Vegas, Nevada at Allegiant Stadium on January 31st. This triggered a tweet from Golden Tate suggesting that if they are playing in Vegas, the game better be held as soon as they get off the plane. And finally, Broncos safety Kareem Jackson has tested positive for COVID-19. Jackson had cold-like symptoms but expects to make a full recovery. Those are Fazy's Fast Facts.
golf is back ladies and gentlemen the pga tour made its return this past weekend with the charles schwab challenge in fort worth texas daniel berger ended up taking home the championship on that one in a playoff against colin morikawa it's a hell of a last name um pga tour next event scheduled uh is the rbc heritage that starts today if you're listening on friday so uh get watching that if you are a golf fan i know i'm going to turn that on at some point today uh, but I'm so excited for golf to come back. I mean, there is nothing more exciting than a summer Sunday watching Tiger roll down the course in the red and black or anyone. Just summer Sundays are so great with golf. I know a lot of people don't like to watch golf. They think golf is boring. But that means that they must not play. Because when you when you play golf and then you watch golf, like the pros play golf, you gain so much appreciation for how good they are. I mean, these guys are insanely skilled. Because you think, you know, like, you'll go out there, someone that, that doesn't play golf, they'll watch golf. They'll say it's boring. They'll be like, I mean, anybody could get up there and hit a ball into a hole. Like, it's not that hard. Then you go out on the course, and you realize that when they get a par five, and sometimes three, but a lot of times four shots, I mean, my par five, if I'm lucky, usually I play double par and I'm, I'm hitting 10. So the fact that these guys are, are insanely good and is so fun to watch if you play the game and if you can understand what's going on. Uh, I played golf last year a little bit when I was in my first year of college. I had a lot of free time, so I decided to get back into my, my golf rhythm. And I got decent. You know, you can always count on a, on a sub 100 from me. I'm I'm proud of that right now. We're improving though. Golf's expensive sport. And you know, I'm 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 not really a, a a rich guy, so in order to get good, I would need the money to play very frequently. But you know, I'm excited to watch golf, to get out and hit some balls now that the weather is good, but hey, golf is back, baby. Baseball just cannot catch a break okay we just talked about golf and how golf has taken off baseball is going down and that's the only direction that's been going recently and it all boils down to one man rob manfred no other sports commissioner handles things as poorly as this man i mean we basically have a a cheating scandal that he swept under the rug with the astros then he tries to take away the players' money and shorten their season instead of just dipping into the league's deep pockets and paying the players. Now, after previously promising a 100% chance that there will be baseball next season, he said he is not 100% certain or even confident at all that that is actually true. I mean, come on! No other commissioner sucks this bad. During the pandemic and all the, like, the Black Lives Matter movement that's been going on recently, every league has stepped up to the plate, except for baseball, which is kind of ironic because they're the one sport that actually does step up to a plate. Uh, the NFL, they had their draft as normal, even though they had the pandemic. You know, they were executing things along the road, even though it was a little bit harder than it than how they had originally planned. But Roger Goodell releases a powerful statement supporting the justice efforts. Good stuff coming out of football. NASCAR. They held iRacing events until it was safe to race again, and upon the death of George Floyd, they banned the presence of Confederate flags at all their events, which NASCAR is a historically rednecky sport, where there's a lot of Confederate flags there. So the fact that they took that huge step 
is big. The NBA put together a full plan to resume play in their league, and they're working on that right now. And mind you, they had a ton of COVID cases compared to all the other American sports leagues. And then Adam Silver promised a players promised all his players a platform to protest whenever play resumes. The MLB, well, the players are trying to get in uh, a lot of games and have voiced their support for the movement, but the league has done nothing. The league is just sitting back there and taking the money from these guys that have rightfully earned it, and I haven't heard anything from the league as a whole on what's happened recently in America. Here's my question. How much longer is Rob Manford going to have a job at this point? I mean, he is just crapping the bed every opportunity he gets to do something good. I'm thinking his time as a commissioner is definitely coming to a close. And a load of MLB players tweeted out on Wednesday a simple message on their Twitters, quote, tell us when and where. They are ready to play. Rob Manfred, let's get baseball back in session. Welcome back to another segment of What I'm Watching. On Wednesday, I watched Long Gone Summer, the story of the great home run race of 1998 between Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. I thought it was great, mainly because a great deal of it was here in St. Louis, so there was a lot of familiar things to me, but overall, uh, I thought it was great. I think it did a great job of talking about the 1998 home run race itself. Most people, when they think of the 1998 MLB season, their minds immediately go to steroids, but this film didn't really hit steroids until like the last 13 minutes of a two-hour documentary. So here's how I feel about the whole steroid situation. What those players did was wrong. Using steroids is wrong, and I do believe that their records should be stripped. I feel so bad for Roger Maris and his family in this situation because he's actually still the home run king. He's currently ranked number seven in single season home runs, but the top six were all caught juicing. So his legacy just gets wiped away a little bit more every single year, but he should really be known as a single season home run champion. But anyways, what they did was bad and their record should be stripped, but what they did for the game of baseball and their respective cities, that, that was genuine. Sammy Sosa brought a fan support back to one of the worst teams in the MLB. The Cubs were absolute garbage until Sosa came around and started whacking bombs. He recaptured the fans' interest. Mark McGuire brought a flame back to one of the greatest franchises in the history of baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals. Shout out to us. And St. Louis fans have been the best fans in baseball ever since. So overall, the juicing was bad. But what they did for the game, that, that was astonishing. And I think that people should really remember that over the steroid usage and the scandals when it all came down to a close. But all in all, I think it was a great film. It was made by an Edwardsville native, so big props to him. Go check out Long Gone Summer on ESPN. Alrighty, guys, that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed the show. I know I enjoyed making it. Uh, follow me on all my social medias. That's Twitter at Fazies Take, Instagram and Facebook at Fazies Take Podcast to see what I'm up to and see whenever I post a new episode. But I appreciate you guys listening. I hope you come back next week for another show. This has been the Fazies Take Podcast. <laughs>